Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Okay, everyone, popping on really quick to let you all know we are diving straight into a podcast interview with the very special guest, Emmy Mutale, who I've been back and forth with for months trying to get this podcast episode recorded, but we did it and it's an amazing interview. I cannot wait to dive in with her. Emmy is an intuitive healer, an energy medicine practitioner, and a shamanic womb priestess and a teacher dedicated to reawakening ancient feminine wisdom. She has trained in various healing modalities. Emmy creates sacred, safe, and non-judgmental spaces for deep transformation and facilitates the emergence of authentic connection, profound knowing, and inner power for women of all ages around the world with the intention of raising the frequency of our planet and fostering deep healing one womb at a time. You can also find Emmy on her amazing podcast called Sacred Feminine Power. I'm going to link that in the show notes. She's also a three-time best-selling author and runs the House of Gaia in a Suburban Sanctuary for Healing. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Emmy. All right, everyone. So welcome back to another brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. So I just, I'm super excited about this episode. And as you've heard in the introduction to the show, we have a wonderful guest on today who is here to uh, invite us into her world with her shamanic healing. And she is a womb priestess and everything that you heard in the introduction to this episode. And what I really want to do is just kind of lay the groundwork for Emmy and what she does and dive into more of the details of this um, interesting healing that takes place within within her shamanic work. So first and foremost, Emmy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's such a blessing. So good. So I want to 
say uh, first and foremost that the work you do is so so important right now and it's so sacred and I know many women who are on this path of healing uh, not only their lineages but also more specifically on the path of healing their womb space so I'm really excited about this to talk more about what what it is that you do and if you could maybe provide us with a little bit of background about yourself uh, your upbringing where where do you, how did you get on to doing what you do now? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that question. So I was already, as a young girl, intrigued by the healing arts and drawn to Indigenous societies and shamanic ways of healing and being in the world. And I started to meditate in my teenage years and learned my first healing modalities when I was in my early 20s. However, around that time, I also started to build a career in the field of human rights. So I was very much focused on women's and child rights and started to build a path or a career in this field, which meant that I was working amazing, amazing jobs in different parts of the world, focusing on women's rights and child rights, and at least, in my opinion, making a little bit of a difference in the world. However, what that meant also in practice is that I was so very focused on my career and so very focused on taking on more and more responsibilities and excelling at my work that I was kind of getting into a space where I had forgotten me. I was not listening to my body. I was not listening to messages from my body that were telling the tale of me becoming really overworked and overburdened and fatigued. And just to give you an idea, um, at one point in my early 30s, I was in my dream job and I was really excelling at what I was doing. And I was always seeking for external validation in everything that I did. So the fact that I was excelling at work was kind of like telling me that I was good at what I was doing and therefore pushing myself even harder. And I was in that really masculine energy of pushing myself, doing constantly doing something, action, 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 focusing on results and really wanting to spend every minute of the day doing something that was productive. At the same time, I was also a mother to two under two year olds and also still breastfeeding my daughter, who was a baby at the time, which meant that I had very little me time. Also at night, uh, because she was still breastfeeding, I slept maybe three or four hours and I was up early, you know, going off to work, pushing myself at work and then trying to be the perfect mother at home. And what eventually ended up happening was that I completely burned out and it culminated in me one day just literally finding myself in a heap on the bathroom floor. I had just cursed at my husband, yelled at my babies, and I was literally in a place where I was looking for a permanent way out. And if we had been stocking sleeping pills at home, it could well be that I wouldn't be here anymore. But thank goodness we didn't. And thank goodness I allowed myself to just simply crash and surrender in that moment. Because after I'd been sitting there for a while, I started to feel this amazing stirring inside my chest, almost like this little sprout was starting to grow inside my chest. And although I had no idea how I was going to get better, I knew in that moment that I would. 
And it was really from then on that I started to get back onto my spiritual path, started to get back to the healing modalities I'd learned a decade before and um, started to seek alternative therapies to support me on my journey again. And then slowly over the next few years, really started to get my health back, started to remember who I truly was. And as my own cup was being filled and over time it started to overflow, then I started to offer the healing modalities that I had worked on myself with to others as well. Wow. So many women can relate to that moment uh, that it's almost this breaking moment of I can't do this anymore. And it's so sad that we have been raised in this culture and society that we do in order to be successful or in order to be happy, that we have to embody our masculine to the point of detriment, um, where we've then allowed our feminine to be non-existent really in this space. And for people listening to this who are maybe in that space now, how did you even begin to start to unfold into the healing? Where did you go from there? Mm. Well, for me, first and foremost, is it was about finding me time. So finding even short moments during the day or in the evening when I could be just by myself and be in stillness, be in silence and really start to listen to my body, start to listen to the whispers from my body around what I needed and what was important to me in those moments and really having the courage to follow up on those whispers from my body. I also started taking homeopathic remedies, which made a huge difference for me and um, started to work with a Reiki practitioner at the time as well. So homeopathy, energetic healing modalities, meditation, and then being in that still space, which opens us up to expansion and to those sacred nudges, that sacred communication from our bodies. How do you work with women in terms of healing these deeper spaces in order to more fully embody their feminine so that they can begin to heal? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it is very much about deep-rooted shadow work. So it's about understanding that we all have the light and the shadow inside of ourselves. And although we've been taught to fear the darkness, we've been taught to fear the shadow, it is actually nothing to be scared about. We all have to have that. And it's about acknowledging it and learning to integrate the darkness, the, the shadow side into our wholeness, because we can't be in balance unless we have integrated both. And again, it's about learning what is the root cause as to what it is it is that I am experiencing in any specific moment. So let's say that I'm feeling a huge amount of anger and I don't even understand where it might be coming from. It's about unraveling and trying to get to the root cause of that anger. And that could be from this lifetime. So it could be, you know, life and soul experiences from very early on in childhood, could even be stemming from the time that we were inside our mother's wombs, or from the moment of conception itself. So little or huge traumatic events that we've experienced, that our parents have gone through, that we've just kind of picked up on the emotions of, or it could be from past lives, 
other lifetimes that we are still holding on to and carrying the karmic patterns around, or it could be ancestral. So it could be something that we've inherited from generation to generation that could be stemming from, let's say, five or even six generations back, maybe even more. And because nobody has in that lineage stepped up to say, okay, the buck stops here. I'm doing my healing work. This pattern will no longer continue. You will have taken on some of that patterning yourself. And of course, it could also be about the collective experiences of women all around the world for the past 5,000 years or even more. I call that the dawn of patriarchy. So the time when the masculine and the feminine energies on our planet became very skewed and became in favor of the masculine. So we started to live in a world where, as we were saying, uh, we glorify the hustle and the bustle and we shun and push aside the more feminine energy, which is that stillness, that opening up to receive that gentle power, which is incredibly powerful. And really to bring these energies into balance within ourselves. And when we do that, it also has a ripple effect on the collective, but also in terms of when we understand the root cause of the anger that I was using as an example, we can actually go back in time and work with that version of ourselves or work with that particular ancestor who experienced that anger in the very first place and shift the energy, change the beliefs that were taken on and turn a really traumatic experience into something that is beautiful and empowering. Mm-hmm. I feel that that's so, uh, that that's where everything changes. It, it truly is like in those moments where you go deep into the shadow, like you were explaining and you are healing from a lot when we are experiencing the greatest change in our life and the greatest shift in our energetic fields. So for people who hear the words shamanic womb priestess and they're interested, like what exactly is this and how 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 do you use this? What sort of modalities do you use within your work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the basis here is the understanding that our wombs are sacred. Our wombs are incredibly powerful cauldrons of feminine wisdom and knowing and power. And thanks to patriarchy, we've been made to forget this power. We've been kind of disconnected from our wombs. Even myself, until my mid to late 30s, even though I had been pregnant three times and given birth twice, I was completely disconnected from my womb. I was connecting with my babies in utero, but I wasn't connecting with the actual organ. I had no idea that you could do that. And I had no understanding beyond the fact that I had a biological organ inside my body that was able to house a baby. I had no further understanding of the capacity and the alchemical power of the womb. But the truth is that through our wombs, we are innately connected to to the very first mother in our lineage. Through our wombs, we can journey into multidimensional realities. We can connect with ancient, ancient feminine wisdom and knowing. And of course, in addition to birthing right birthing new life, which in itself is a miracle. And we often forget that, but it is truly a miracle. Imagine inside your body, you can create and nurture new life. But we also host our creative energy and our creative energy inside our power, uh, inside our womb spaces. So with our wombs, we can literally create 
new projects, new books, new stories, new artwork, anything that we wish to create. And ultimately, we need to remember that we are co-creators. We are creator beings, co-creators of our own realities and co-creators of the collective. So now that we are in these massive times of change where we're seeing the rise of the divine feminine coming through very strongly, but also a lot of pushback against that. So a lot of resistance from the powers that be in quotation marks against that rise. We can work with our wombs and the alchemical power of our wombs to collectively birth the new earth, the kind of a world that we want to be living in and bring through healing, not just for ourselves, but the collective in terms of humanity, but also in terms of mother earth herself she is a living, breathing, sentient being herself, as well as all living beings on our planet. To really remember that we all are all connected energetically. We are ultimately one. I love that so much because it's hard for many women to even comprehend that their womb is an energy space that is conscious, that our wombs are conscious. It's like that in and of itself can be a entire mind-blowing realization. Like, oh my gosh, really? Because we're never, like you were just so beautifully describing, we're never, we're taught about this. We were never taught that our wombs are conscious or that, you know, even you comparing um, the womb to a space in which we, it is the source of creation in which our businesses come from, our projects come from, all of it. And just having that deeper knowing, it's like a greater understanding of how important it is to do this type of work and to allow yourself to be vulnerable, to have that inner knowing of, yes, the womb is conscious. This is an important aspect of my body. And how can I heal this space so that I can love it and honor it? So for women who, let's say, don't have this I've, I've had women ask me about this, that maybe some parts of them were removed because of surgeries or something like that. Um, what are your thoughts on that with working with that space when, when you don't actually have a physical womb? anymore? Yeah, that's a really good question. And the beautiful thing is that you don't have to have a physical womb anymore to learn to co communicate and connect with your womb, because the energy and the vibration of the womb will always be there. The etheric womb will always be present inside your body. And you can learn to connect with that at any age, at any part of your life. And we can also learn to tap into what we call the collective womb consciousness, which is this understanding that the womb really is the center of creation. And through our wombs, we're also connected to the womb of Mother Earth. So the womb of Gaia, the very core of Mother Earth from which everything on our planet is, is birthed. But we're also connected cosmically to the great cosmic womb, the womb of the creatrix, we would also call that the primordial black hole from which everything is birthed. And when we learn to work, whether it's through meditative journeys or shamanic journeys or various kinds of energy shifting processes, connecting with our wombs, connecting with the womb of Gaia, connect, connecting with the womb of the creatrix, that's where the real magic starts to happen. 
Wow. So how how can women uh, start to maybe connect with this space on their own? Is there any like daily practices that you use or any ways in which you can recommend? Absolutely. Yeah. So the most important thing to start with would be just to simply place your hands over your lower belly and just for a moment, tune into the warmth of your palms and how that feels against your lower belly and allow the connection with your warm space to start to form from that gentle physical touch. And then take a few, few deep breaths, breathing in through the nose, breathing out through the mouth, and allow your body to relax. Allow yourself to go into a still space and then consciously connect with the womb herself. So again, with the energy of the womb, if you no longer have a physical womb, and with the physical womb, if that feels aligned for you with that deep breathing process. And as you're doing that, and this might be a little bit strange in the beginning if you've never done this before, but the more you do it, it's it's like building a muscle. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. And the more quickly your womb also starts to communicate with you. So as you form that conscious connection inside yourself with your womb, the first thing you can do is just simply smile, smile at your womb, say hello to her and ask her, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And then go still for a moment, tune into the energy, tune into messages that might start to pop up right away in terms of you might hear something, you might sense something, you might see something. And when you connect with your womb, you might literally connect with the physical organ or you might connect with a color. You might connect with an abstract image that comes to you. You might connect with a specific frequency or a sensation that comes through for you, or you might hear something. It will be unique and different for all of us. And that is the beauty of it, because there are no right or wrong ways to do this. It is your own unique way that feels the most aligned for you in terms of connecting with the womb. But for me, the touch, placing the palms on the lower belly, going within, and really just surrendering saying hello, greeting your womb space, and then starting to have these little communications. This could literally be a one to two minute process when you wake up or when you're sitting in the bath, for example. And the more often you do this, the easier it becomes. Wow, that's so simple. And it's it's a quick way to begin on your journey to connecting with your womb space in this way. And I just want to say on a personal note that like I've done a lot of work spiritually in my life and on my path, but to be honest, I've never really intentionally connected with my womb space. Although I've known this is like the portal, like it's like one of the most important parts of my body as a woman. Uh, So do how do you ever have men that ask you about this type of work or is it primarily women? It is primarily women, understandably, but they are also amazing men who are being called to do this kind of work as well. And when they start to connect with their bodies at a deeper level, they can either connect with that collective womb consciousness that I mentioned or they can connect with the powerful energy centers in their bodies, in their sacral area, that in the Taoist tradition would be called the Tantien, and in the more Zen or or Buddhist traditions would be called the Hara. And this is an energy center that exists inside men's bodies as well, and they can connect with this part of their bodies. And we need to remember that we've all been birthed through a womb. 
So whether we're men or women, we grew up inside our mother's womb spaces for the first eight to nine months of our lives. And through that experience, we are all innately connected to womb wisdom and collective womb consciousness and can learn to tap into that space, that dimension and that knowing. When it comes to our female everything, I will say like being on the spiritual path, I've met lots of women who work with, you know, um, nurturing the breast and nurturing like the outer vagina, like the vulva and stuff and like understanding what it all is and realizing that it's, there's no shame there and that we can look at it and that, you know, deeper diving into this. And I just find it fascinating that the womb being something that's not physically in front of our eyes I feel that that might be the reason why I haven't run into a lot of womb priestesses or women who work specifically with the womb because there tends to be a lot of focus on the parts that we can see like the breasts and the outer parts of like the vagina for example so do you feel with the work that you do is it a focus on all of the areas of the female body or is this more specifically the womb well it's it's about understanding that it's it's all part of a whole and we need to really come back to this ancient knowing that women are sacred because we carry physical wombs inside our bodies because we have the capacity to nurture and birth new life and that encompasses all parts of our body and especially the deeply feminine parts. So the vulva, the cervix and the womb and the breasts as well. And again, thanks to patriarchy, we've been taught to be in many ways ashamed of these parts of our bodies, especially the external parts that can be seen and viewed. But for me, a big part of this puzzle is that because the womb is so incredibly powerful, because we can use and work with our wombs to create new worlds, essentially. We've been so completely and deeply disconnected from this power in a very systematic way, thanks to patriarchy. And that's also why it's been easier to connect with the outer parts of our feminine essence first. And now what we're seeing is this global, beautiful womb awakening where more and more women are really feeling the call. They might not be conscious of what this call is, but they can feel that there's something deeper there, that there's something bigger here that we need to be connecting to. And that is the world of the womb. I love everything about the work that you do. I mean, I was on your website. You have a wonderful podcast that I very much so enjoy listening to, uh, Sacred Feminine Podcast, and uh, the different work and works ways in which you work with women, both online and in person. And uh, I would love to know how can women work with you? What is their best way to sort of connect with you and begin on this path of womb? healing. Yeah, absolutely. So I do both one-on-one -on -one healing work as well as group programs and retreats. Uh, it really depends on the unique needs and desires of an individual. But if somebody is ready to dive deep on their own healing journey and really want to start searching for that root cause as to what's been manifesting in their lives and work with the shadow and work with integrating the shadow and the light and go on this deep transformative journey, then I recommend the one-on-one -on -one work because all of that is tailored to the client's unique soul and life experiences. And it gives us a chance to go really, really deep and often quite quickly as well. 
And usually um, a lot of my clients are international. So I work with them on Zoom. So on screen, on a screen, just like you and I know. And it's incredible how powerfully the energetics work, the energetic dynamics work even in online sessions. If you are just kind of tipping your toes into this work and you're not quite ready to dive so deep, then I would recommend one of my group programs. I do monthly live healing circles that focus on the five core feminine wounds, where we look at the mother wound, the sister wound, the body wound, the menstruation wound, and the womb wound. And we rotate these themes throughout the year. And it's a very powerful collective, women coming together, all committed to their own healing and the healing of the collective. So if this is something that is kind of uh, drawing you or calling you, then that's probably the easiest way to experience the power of this work. I also do um, online programs that are longer. So one of the programs that I run on a regular basis is called Womb Alchemy, Awaken Your Abundance. And this is all about learning to work with feminine manifestation magic, working with our wombs to co-create our realities and to really clear and release the kinds of blocks that we might be holding onto around abundance, whether that's health or wealth or happiness or relationships or career, whatever it might be. And it goes quite deep in terms of clearing the kinds of blocks and the challenges we have. And then, of course, I do retreats on a fairly regular basis. So in 2024, I've got um, three retreats coming up. The first one in Namibia in uh, April. This is actually a warm awakening retreat. So this is where we learn the basics of connecting and communicating with our bodies and our sacred wombs. But we also connect very closely with Mother Earth and the incredible nature in Namibia. And then towards the end of the year in November, I'm doing two retreats in Egypt. The first one is a desert initiation, and there we work with the, the, the womb-like energy of the desert itself and our own wombs and do a lot of beautiful ceremony and healing work in the desert and in some very, very powerful spots. And after that, there is a um, ceremonial priestess tour where we go from one sacred site to another. Um, so these are the temples and pyramids, essentially, um, hand-picked because of the power that they contain and hold. And we do very powerful ceremony at those sites. And we also um, sail up the Nile and do a lot of water ceremony connected to this incredible river and her magic as well. Wow. So I'm so excited about everything you have coming up. I'm like, what? Oh my God. So yes, everybody should absolutely check out the links in the show notes and see all of what Emmy has coming up because these are very exciting times for women uh, who are a, were able to reconnect with this sacred knowledge and uh, have the freedom to uh, connect with each other again and find each other again and use this power of the web to see each other and to connect and speak out on these things. So I'm very excited for everything you have coming up and I still support you and just thank you so much for, for everything that you're doing and for, for sharing your wisdom on the show. Thank you. Thank you for creating this beautiful platform and giving me your time. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at this 
is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you. Thank you.